0: Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker.
1: Well, they're considered America's worst insurance criminals. And it's really enough to give you shivers when you read about what some people will do, the lengths they'll go, the people they'll murder in order to claim insurance. Yes, it could be somebody you know. We're going to find out who's been inducted into the recent Insurance Hall of Shame. My guest is Jim Quiggle. He is the Director of Communications for the Co- the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud. They're a group, that a nonprofit organization that's out there fighting the battle, And you know what? They're fighting that battle for you because insurance fraud costs all of us. Not only costs people their lives, but it also costs us a lot of money. Jim, welcome to Of Consuming Interest.
0: Thank you, Shirley. It's always great to be here with you.
1: Now, I tell you, I'm always astonished when you all put out the hall of shame how people can be so awful, so cruel and do such horrible things. But boy, I'll tell you, this year's list sure does look pretty awful. So you've got a baby murdered, you've got a house burned down, you've got all kinds of terrible things happening. So let's start out. Which one was number one? Or is that the best way to go?
0: Well, Shirley, welcome to the Grinchiest of the Grinches for the holiday season. These are the insurance fraudsters that that put shame to every other fraudster because these are the worst of the worst, the Grinchiest of the Grinchiest. Um, they, They cast a shadow over the whole holiday season, but that's the whole point of the insurance fraud hall of shame. We want people to know about them. Who are some of the biggest ones? Well, consider that two firefighters died when a brick wall of a nail salon in Kansas City, Missouri, fell on top of them and crushed them to death. Why did that happen? Well, the owner burned down her nail salon for an insurance payout. She yeah. needed the money. She was short on funds. And so she's made, she made a lifelong living of burning down salons. Two firefighters, regretfully, and they left families behind, were crushed to death, uh, doing their best to, to save other people and make others safe.
1: Oh my god that is a horrendous thing. Well now when somebody does like something like that the insurance company comes in they investigate. I'm hoping that woman went away for a long time.
0: Oh yes, uh, the owner received a long long jail sentence so she's put away and there's no problem there. And the courts tend to lean very hard on people who do extreme schemes because they realize the public danger. And the, the lo- severe losses to the public that they're inflicting on people. So the courts don't like these kind of scammers at all. Well, you know,
1: the other thing, too, is, Jim, it not only costs in terms of property and lives, but uh, just to, let's be a little crass about it. It costs a lot of money. If these people get away with these scams, other people will see them. They'll mock them, do the same thing. So, yeah, let's let's hear it for law enforcement going after these people with um everything they got to get them off the street and stop them from committing insurance fraud. I mean, that's a pretty horrendous thing, Um, and and the loss of lives. That's just awful. Well, anyway, what can I say? What about some of the others?
0: Well, imagine whiplash being— A weapon of insurance fraud. That's what it was in a fraud ring in South Florida run by Felix Fillinger. He stole $23 million by making fake whiplash injury claims from real and set-up car crashes in the region. Uh, you know, when you're, in a little, when you're in a little bit of a crash, you know, you, you might get knocked around a little bit and your back or your neck get injured. Well, this is the weapon that he used against insurance companies with fake claims for people who had no whiplash injuries in the least. Twenty-three million million, one one of the biggest in the history of the region of that kind of crash. Well, so he
1: he must have had a whole group of people working with him, because I know you and I have discussed these staged accidents and how there's usually a whole gang of people that are involved in it, including doctors, lawyers, and whatnot. Was this guy involved with a lot of other people?
0: Oh, yes. Philintra had a whole ring that surrounded him. He was very clever, because he had henchmen. who uh, throughout the region who were helping put this scam together so he was doing the button he was pushing the buttons but uh, all his others were doing his bidding and this is one of the reasons that insurance uh, rates for car drivers in the area are some of the highest in the nation
1: oh my goodness. all the cost
0: of fraud get passed on to honest drivers
1: Oh, that is, uh, oh my lord! Well, and people could be seriously injured in these staged crashes. I'm, uh, where they they were obviously going out and staging crashes and hitting other innocent drivers. Were they? Is that what happened?
0: Well, they're doing two things. First, that they were actually taking police crash reports, tracking down the crash victims who were real crash victims, and then trying to sign them up for bogus treatment at, at clinics that were part of the gang. And they also set up car crashes on the roadways. Uh, again, the, these were just bumper benders, and all they did was, was use the patients, as uh, the victims, as fake patients for fake whiplash.
1: Wow. My goodness. And you know, I I mean, we, we talk about this, and we've been talking about it for years. There doesn't seem to be any end in sight to the creativity it goes on with some of these insurance scammers. Um, I, God, that's just really absolutely horrendous, not to mention the fact that people could be seriously injured in these accidents. And, and you say that that area has got extremely high insurance claims? So,
0: yes, I mean South cost. Florida has some of the highest uh, insurance rates for drivers in the country. One of the reasons is that there's so, so much crime against auto insurance companies with bogus claims that the costs are just passed on to drivers. Oh, my gracious.
1: Well, let's one off the street, I hope, behind bars for a long, long time. Did they get the whole ring?
0: They've gotten most of the ring. This this organization has been shut down, so they're not going to do a whole lot more damage anymore because the prosecutors and investigators really did their job correctly. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yes. And, you know, shouldn't consumers, can't consumers have a part in shutting these down? If you are someone, and, you know, we've talked about staged crashes here in the Washington, D.C. area, Jim. Um, if you or someone you know has been involved in a fender bender where it seems like there's some strange things going on. They should report it to you and to the
0: police, right? Well, what they should really do is go to the police and go to the state, uh, the D.C. Fraud Bureau, or the insurance department's fraud bureaus in the region. Whether it's Virginia, which is the state police, mm-hmm. or Maryland, the Maryland Insurance Administration, those are the ones that will track down these people, investigate them, and do their best to put them on trial for conviction.
1: Yeah, we're not saying that you be a snitch on everybody, but you know what? There are some some signs that something like this is going on, especially if you're not really injured and someone's trying to convict you that you are i mean that that that's dollar signs for somebody obviously they're looking at you and seeing dollar signs anyway
0: well Well, those people are are driving for dollars literally
1: oh boy i'll tell you that's a really that's discouraging and, and frightening um let's just take a brief pause here to let our listeners know that they're tuned into of consuming interest i'm shirley rooker my guest is jim quiggle we're talking about the high cost of insurance fraud in money and, most importantly, in lives. And the, the organization, in- Coalition Against Insurance Fraud, has just come out with its recent The 2017 Worst Characters for Insurance Fraud. And boy, I'll tell you, there's some Lulu's in there. Um, it, it, it's just astonishing to me, Jim, what they do. So what are some of the other awful people that are on in your insurance hall of shame? Well,
0: the holiday season— I
1: is, hope I didn't say Hall of Fame, because this is all—they're <laughs> <laughs> you, you infamous. You're
0: going to go back and change it if you did. Well, <laughs> the, the holiday season was not very much of a holiday for uh, recovering addicts in Brooklyn. Uri Bomblett ran unsafe flophouses that housed homeless people and drug recovering drug addicts in the New York area he forced a lot of them into get more drugs in order for them to relapse and need more unused unusable drug rehab that's billed falsely to insurance companies he invicted them if they didn't if he didn't like what they were doing if they wouldn't cooperate with the scam he just Put them out on the streets, or or broke their stoves so that they couldn't uh, have dinner or cook meals, and they would be almost be have to leave. This was uh, these were flop houses that were did the worst damage imaginable to people who just wanted shelter. And,
1: and they to recover
0: from drug addiction,
1: and so and of course they're billing the insurance companies for this. What are some of the hallmarks? I mean, there's probably some concerned relatives that are listening to this and thinking, "Oh my goodness." Um, how do I know? And I guess the best thing you can do is to visit the, the, the place where your your loved one is residing and make sure that it really
0: is doing what it says it's doing. Well, yeah, some of these people are very vulnerable, and they're, they're, they feel that they have no choice. They're on the streets, and this is their last chance because nobody else wants them. So if you have a connection with the family, the family should check out these places. Some of them are, are just grimy. They're full of mold. Um, they, they are, are dirty. Uh, the mattresses are filthy. The people are, are crowded in there like sardines. Um, there are many good homes that do the right job and do justice. But some of these are little more than flop houses whose goal is to charge insurance companies for bogus uh, rehab claims. And this
1: one ring cost insurance companies about $25 million. Well,
0: it, many million. The, the numbers float around, but we know okay. this was a multi-million-dollar scam, and and Yuri Boblet was the ringleader and the henchman.
1: Jim, when when uh, law enforcement gets involved in this, do they ever recover any of the money and get it back to the insurance companies?
0: Um, often, the money is already spent. Oh boy, they you know, they they spent the money on on Rolls Royces and, and vacations and, and and fancy homes. And so they'll recover some of the money, but as often as not, they don't get it everything that, that was stolen from them. One of the best benefits of these uh, investigations and trials is that it stops a lot of the money that has been billed from actually getting paid out in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So you're saving lots of money by stopping these people dead in their tracks yeah. so that the money will stop flowing out to them.
1: Wow. I'll tell you, this, it's really, really astonishing to me what these people do. Um it, <laughs> Lives and and you know what these people are probably the one of the among the most vulnerable in our population because of their addiction issues and just it's heartbreaking to hear these stories.
0: Well, regretfully, uh, addicts are often used as as pawns in these insurance schemes by people who realize that all of the that they can be used for. Bogus rehab claims, mm-hmm. bogus drug testing claims. It, it, as often as not, uh, very cynical, sober homeowners will force them into more addiction so they can wow. keep cycling back. Keep oh my God, bogus that is claims. so awful. Some of these people are, are overdosing and dying as a result of insurance schemes. Oh.
1: Okay, what's the next horror story?
0: <laughs> Are you sure you want any more?
1: Oh, I want to hear them, Jim. we got to let people know what's going on out there so they can be alert, and at least if they see something like this happening,
0: report it, please. Well, this is one of the most heart- heartbreaking scams I can imagine. This is hardly holiday uh, festival material, but it's a story that has to be told. Uh, a little toddler... In the Atlanta area, named Tyrell McFall, his father threw him across the room and broke his bones. Uh, he went blind. Uh, he went and he went deaf, and he was unable to move. He was completely disabled. Well, her, his mother. Erica White didn't like this. She had no more use for, for the little child who was only, you know, only 15 months old. So what did she do? She fed him codeine through his feeding tube oh. so he would overdose and die so she could collect $50,000 of life insurance.
1: Why did she have life insurance on a baby?
0: Well, there's a big question. Why would insurance companies take out life policies on children? What's the reason? What's their benefit? Um, there yeah. is a real issue about why insurance companies should be uh, allowed by law to do this.
1: Because that, I mean, if somebody has really awful intentions, you're just fueling those intentions with uh, with the ability to buy insurance and then kill a child.
0: Well, there, there are movements in states like uh, like Maryland to crack down on on the insuring of children unless they have a real strong reason for insuring them but as often as not there isn't and and the only reason they're insured is because the the policies become murder weapons in the hands of the parents oh boy
1: that is that is absolutely horrendous and what happened to i hope both of those people went away for a long time
0: Well, the the father, who wasn't part of the insurance scam, yeah, he he went down the tube for a long time. And Erica White, who was involved directly with the scam because it was her scam, um, she got life in prison.
1: Oh, she deserved it. She killed her child. And, of course, the father set it all up by throwing the child across the room. I mean, what horrendous people. What awful, disgusting people.
0: Well, this is not really great for the holidays, but, again, it's a story that has to be told no matter what time of year it is. That's
1: exactly right. Well, you know, the only way that we can help consumers is to make them aware that there are predators out there who are looking to do rip-off insurance companies. I mean, Jim, you and I, you've done surveys that consumers even say, it's okay to rip off the insurance company for a little bit of money. Make this false claim about this uh, accident you had or whatever. You know, and, and that's just such a horrendous attitude. It really makes me aggravated because it ends up costing us, all, cost all of us money and lost lives and property and all of the kinds of things. But anyway, I'm so glad that you're doing the Insurance Hall of Shame every year because I think it points out for consumers. And tell consumers where to go to find it.
0: Well, Shirley, you can tell your consumers, your listeners, that they can go to insurancefraud.org and they just have to, they'll see the Hall of Shame on the, on the homepage. Mm-hmm. So it's insurancefraud.org.
1: Insurancefraud.org. Look at the Hall yep. of Shame. I've been reading it and I'm telling you, it really is a Hall of Shame. Let's just take a brief pause here and let our listeners know they're tuned into Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Jim Quiggle. He's the Director of Communications for the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud. And we're talking about their annual Hall of Insurance Hall of Shame. And these are people that have committed such atrocities it's almost hard to believe. So anyway, let's move on, Jim, to the no- more notes of cheer.
0: Okay, cheer such as it is, we're still talking about scams. Yep. So maybe we're talking about jeers rather than cheers.
1: Oh really? Uh, you know what? That's a good thought. Jeers. <laughs> I like that. Okay.
0: Holiday jeers to our insurance fraudsters.
1: <laughs> you got it. Okay. What about what about the 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 people that were getting pr- healthy eyes, and I guess there was a ring of doctors doing some terrible things to them.
0: Well, th- there are doctors who uh, who've done surgery on people's spines that they didn't need, you know, spinal Mm fusions that were absolutely unnecessary. People's eyes have been operated on. Uh, They've they've had injections put into their eyes and other procedures that were absolutely unnecessary, except for billing insurance companies falsely for tens of millions of dollars. Uh, People's bodies, regretfully, are Opportunities for scammers to operate and bill insurance companies far more than the operations gave back. These are perfectly healthy people who end up whose bodies end up being billed by insur- by doctors for insurance schemes.
1: Oh wow! I you know, sometimes I just can't believe what people do. Okay, where do we move from here?
0: Well, would you like to talk about Medicare and Medicaid scams? Absolutely go for it. Well, uh, Americans are being bombarded by robocalls in record numbers. In just one month earlier this year, more than 1.7 billion with a B robocalls were, were showered on consumers. Most of them were healthcare scams. What is going on here? People are vulnerable to identity theft scams that use their that try to steal their health insurance information for to sell to peddle coverage and sell Medicare cards that are completely fraudulent.
1: So you end up being sick and you don't have any money to pay for it, and you find out that you don't have any coverage. That's a pretty horrible scenario. And tell me, are there areas of the country where this is taking place more more commonly, or is this something that we're seeing in general?
0: Well, you're seeing a lot of robocalls all around the country, uh, but especially in, in urban areas where you have large collections of people and, and certainly of seniors like in, in Florida, um, as always. And what's happening is in, in, some, in many, many cases, these people are pretending that they're from Medicare and they're saying, hey, I'm from Medicare and we are going to issue your new medicare card which is happening new medicare cards without your social security number are being issued right now mm-hmm. but confusion over the new cards is impelling scammers to call people and saying hey i'm from medicare um, if you just give me your credit card number and your bank account number we can we can pay you can pay for your credit card your new medicare card now over the phone Wow,
1: so people unknowingly give it out to the crooks, and the crooks go have a shopping trip on your a shopping spree on on your dime um, and you don't end up having any insurance,
0: which is- pre- health insurance, which is pretty awful also so well, m- uh, ma- many scammers i mean excuse me, surely many consumers don't realize that Medicare will not call to try to give you a new card. Nor will it ask for your sensitive financial or personal or medical information. That's so
1: true. That is an absolute red flag. Also, I suspect that they use spoofed numbers so that when you look at your caller ID, you actually think it's from Medicare.
0: Yes, that's a very good point, Shirley. Spoofing is is one of the the big tools in in the fraudster's toolbox. Uh, They will... The message window will look like it's from a, a non—you a, a, know—a a, no-charge number. Uh, often, it may have Medicare in, or federal government in the window. Um, in, in other cases, um, they will—it'll just look like it's from a local exchange, even oh, though uh, it might yeah. be calling from another country, for all we know.
1: Well, you think it looks like it's in your neighborhood because they use the the f- three digits that are in and common to your area. I mean, we see that all the time—the area code. Uh we see that all the time. I see it at my house, you know. I, I just don't answer them if I don't know who they are. I don't answer it. So well, one but, of the other things that, that's happening right now too is well, instead of putting a name on it, these callers are putting uh are putting a, a town. And they may put Bethesda, Maryland. They may put somewhere in Maryland or Virginia or DC and you look at it and you think, Oh, it must be a business calling me. No, wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah,
0: yes well that's right Shirley uh don't take for don't I mean Shirley what you should do is ignore the message w- the window on your telephone Absolutely. it's probably a spoof and just hang up on these people the moment you start getting a robo call Odds are it's a fake, or if somebody says they're from Medicare and they want to sell you a new Medicare card, it's, it's a scam. Hang up. Don't deal with these people. Many of them are trained salespeople who know how to, to pull you into a conversation that can separate you from your money.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, that's exa- uh, that's a good point because well, most of us think, oh, I'm not going to fall for a scam. Wrong. So many people do fall for it. What what kind of a uh, uh, hit are consumers taking when this happens to them, Jim? They don't have legitimate insurance. Do they miss their window to get into an, uh, um, an
0: insurance program? Well, if you fall for one of these scams, number one, you've given the scammer your sensitive financial information, which could be your, your bank account and routing number. It could be your credit card number. Um, you... They have already stolen your identity and they can start looting your, your bank accounts right away. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you think you've actually purchased health insurance company, I mean, insurance coverage, you haven't. What you have is a worthless piece of paper. Right. In fact, a massive ring uh, based in South Florida recently was broken wide open after stealing the identities of. Thousands, tens of thousands of Americans wow. selling them fake health insurance wow. that they didn't realize. They ended up needing uh, operations and expensive medical procedures, and they had blank no pieces of paper.
1: Oh, boy. And you know what? Uh, it just – well, what can I say? That makes me so angry. Look, everybody should go to the Insurance Hall of Shame, the uh, insurance – what is it? What is your website again, Jim, please?
0: The Coalition Against Insurance Fraud's website is insurancefraud.org. Thank That's you insurance so much. Fraud.org.
1: Thank you so much, Jim. Uh, I, you've been a delightful guest, and you've brought us some really serious things to think about. My guest has been Jim Quiggle, who's the Director of Communications for the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud. You've been listening to Of Consuming Interest right here on 1500 AM. I'm Shirley Rooker. Thank you.